everybody, welcome to another episode of Bonding with Jeff Bond. Thank you so much for ch- t- t- tuning in today. It's a great time to have you guys here. Uh, thank you for letting me into your ears today. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate every single one of you who have continued and uh, are listening to this podcast. It really means a lot to me. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been we're doing we're doing weekly. Uh, we're doing weekly. If you want to be a guest on the podcast as well, feel free to hit me up. I will let everyone and anyone on. Why not? Let's have some fun. We're getting, we're having some fun. We're doing some more experimental podcasts. It's now, I don't, I don't know what this podcast is. It's fun. It's silly. And it's an outlet for my brain. Um, and then you get to listen to it and hopefully it's enjoyable or entertainment. If it's not, put it down in the comments below. You can let me know. You can let me know how much I did not entertain you. Uh, as you can tell by the, the, the podcast title, artwork, and the surrounding descriptions. Today I will be performing sonnets for you to enjoy and for you to listen to. Um, it, it, this can be some ASMR. I'm not good at ASMR. This can be some ASMR kind of you can fall asleep to this kind of situation. Or you can you can get inspired while you, you're on the 86 tram. Ding, ding. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be doing some sonnets. I uh, just want to... Uh, people have been telling me, people have been screaming at the rooftops. Jet, your podcast is not an... Inter- you're, not inter- you're not an intellectual. This is not an intellectual podcast. Yeah, it is. It's, it's such a smart podcast. And I'm proving that today. By giving you guys a taste of what it is, what my, the intellectual side of me, for by doing sonnets, sonnets are old-timey love poem, or not, not, not necessarily love, but they're just old-timey, kind of fancy, kind of Shakespeare, kind of those kind of situationships. So, yeah, I don't know what's what's m- more smarter <laughs> than, than a bunch of shake, shaky spear, um... So yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna, gonna do some because I, I I I do poetry in my spare time. Sure, sure, why not? Um, so yeah, let me begin with the sonnets. Hath now be upon thee the fall in our fragmented parts as they cl- cl- clamber. Upon the eve of new frontiers into the storming nature of fresh pastries, thou well think to thyself that I, not thee, will be thee who enjoys these pastries, said the bakey, baker. And that's just one of many of the sonnets that I've been working on, that, I, that I've that i definitely written down in front of me. Um, see, I really appreciate, so that's just, that's just a little taste of, of, of what's to come. Um... So let's, let's give, let's give, the, who want, you guys want to hear the next one. Um, the eve of which the weekend will begin shall be the end of the week, shall be the Saturday. 
Latter-day Saints waking up at dusk of dawn till when we seek the next sun and see the Son of the Holy Spirit. And they shall say, Hello. Uh, that's just how I feel every Sunday morning. Uh, that's that's that sonnet. That's what that sonnet is based upon. Um, I think it's um, very deep and meaningful. So if you if you guys want to do this in any university lectures or you want to take any of these and write any of these down, feel free to do that because I am here to impart my knowledge upon you, and you can do and read whatever you want into these things. But yeah, that's just what I'm here to do for you guys, so I, I think without further ado, I, I will um, do the next poem, the next uh, sonnet. As, I, as thee walks down thy road into the storm of Eve's end, I see that the speed of which my feelings descend to darkness and hate and fragrant smells that I am getting a speeding ticket. Um, that's just another sonnet uh, that I wrote. That one, that one's based on a real thing that happened to me. Um, I, I got a speeding fine and, and, and the, the inner Shakespeare in me would be like, what would... What would... What would... Shakespeare say about this? What, what what would he have to say about getting a speeding fine? Because I don't know in Shakespearean times, like, they would get... Well, not Sha not what Shakespeare... More like what would Anne Hathaway have to say, really. Let's be real. We all know who wrote those plays. Um, without further ado, I'm going to do another sonnet for you guys tonight. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at the lights that shine down upon me, fluorescent in nature, but iridescent of nature. I look around and see valleys of solemn faces, looking for the next race to the finish. 70% off sale, everything in my, uh, my store. And then I shall say, well, I adore Maya. And that's just another one of my sonnets. Um, again, just writing around, I'm always just thinking, if you see, if you ever see me in public, just know that, oh, what's going, what's, what's, what's he thinking about? If he's walking around in public, what is he, what is he thinking about? And it's, re I'm really just coming up with different sonnets to, to do and to say, um, and without further ado, um, I'm going to give you guys another one of, of my sonnets. Ice rains down upon thee on the heavens of saints in the morning of the dead. I, I freeze and I chill until my bones stand still. I am cold without a jacket from North Face, and the facing of the North is but a terrible fate. I run through the 
snow-covered fields into the unknown of what I shall become. And then I'll scream at the top of my lung, Let it go, let it go, let it go, for my name is Elsa from the Disney motion picture film. Uh, so that one... I'm not, not only, I'm not only inspired by... <laughs> Uh, real, real life. Uh, my my own personal life. I do sometimes watch movies and 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 films and stuff, and I go like, "Oh, how can I reimagine this into my sonnet form?" And that one, yes, is based on the character of Elsa in a, in a 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 movie called Frozen. Um, I'm very proud of that one, and I really want to just say that that was a very good one. Uh, I'm 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 trying to get myself into some zine shops, trying to write them down, trying to get them into zines, but for now I'm only gonna just be like vomiting them into the um into the, the microphone here. Without further ado, here's another one. I sit alone upon the lily pad in a swamp where I don't know where to go. The swamp surrounds me and I do not know where I'm supposed to go. But I know that I am currently sitting right here. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and again and expecting a different result. But yet here I am, sitting alone, along on my lily pad. So what do I think to myself? I think, boy, I am covered in fog. And that might make me a crazy frog. Uh, that is, <laughs> that is another, that is another sonnet that I, that I have, that I have written, um, and I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna keep going through these, because I just want to get as many out of them, um, as I, as I possibly can, um, entering into the desolate area that people call store, I look through the shelves and see what I can store. A different word for store. I I scour across the halls and down the aisles, not knowing for what I can see, what I can pick up, or what I shall do next with this dreary walk that I call life. Soulless eyes stare back at me as I look into them. I scream into the void and the void screams back. Thousands of eyes pierce the veil of my skin as I look into the inanimate objects that I call friends. I see what needs to be said. I sing to the top of my lungs. Why shall I be in so much pain? But nothing is spoken back to me because I am screaming to my wall of Funko Pop vinyls. And that's another that's another sonnet for you guys. And right on through to the next one. Choo choo across the frozen icy winter's dusk I scream into the ether. Night falls upon thee like most nights do. Fall into the battle of war. I am nothing but guided by a small little light rested upon the top of my dome. 
I blaze my trail through the ocean from the, the top of it to the floor. Choo-choo, I scream, hoping that anyone can hear me, knowing that the little passengers that adorn my back will not notice my warning. I blaze and I go and I screech and I halt, for I have ran into a nice icy iceberg bolt. It tears apart my skin as I break into twain. I fall deep into the ocean, but James Cameron will only acknowledge Jack's pain. So that one was based on the Titanic, if you didn't know. Um, the unsinkable ship. Um, the clock strikes six o'clock on the wall of my dingy premise. The idiot box flickers in anticipation for what might be coming on next. The fluorescent colours that emit from the, the television cube tells me what to think and what to do. Next on at 7.30 is Tracy Grimshaw on a current affair to chase down a fair evader and say, do we really care? Spaced on the current affair. <laughs> I wait on the side of the stage before me goes a middle aged. I am shivering and quaking in my boots, for Guy Sebastian may turn around to give me a boot. I don't know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it, but the voice on Channel 7 will sure prove to me that I have worth. Uh, that one's... They're getting shorter as we as we go along. Um, some of them are shorter, some of them are longer. That's just how it works. That's just the sonnet lifestyle. That's just what you need to know and what you need to do. Um... And so, if we, if we, with the next one. Branches upon branches whittle my skinny frame as I stand amongst legends in this silly plain. I stand tall amongst some of my peers, but pity for the grandfathers that come before me who are whittled into grandfather clocks. I stand and I sit and I sail in wait. Not being able to move is a painful wait. I sit and I wait and I wait and I wait. Until some little millennial decides to build a treehouse in me and do a little, little Airbnb. I sit and I wait, and then I am the perfect date for someone to look to get a root. But no one asks what happens to the treehouse root in the soil that pollutes from government. A, that's one just that uh, wrote about a treehouse. That's, that's, it's not a good one. Sitting alone on the desert floor, I sit and wait. 
Our sand covers all my prosperate. I wait, I sit, I sit, and I w a lot of these sonnets that I recently I wrote while I, uh, um, sorry, that's fallen into that accent. Um, a lot of these sonnets that I wrote, I've, um, I was actually just waiting for a train, and I, I was really just waiting a lot, so there are a lot of waiting ones. As the sands cover up my perfect skin, the pores are no longer able to breathe. The sands of time give no doubts on to who deserves what. The sands of time, really an unbiased source of journalistic integrity that we lack to see in the modern TV. I am the Sphinx, I say, but no one will hear. For my nose got taken off for many of years. That's just uh, one based on journalism and the Sphinx. On this metal death trap contraption that we call plane, I don't know what to do anymore. I sit, I sit on the plane, and the plane sits on the tarmac, and the tarmac sits on the grassy fields that used to be rife of children playing and animals frolicking, but now a giant mass of air ports into the realm of existence. The wheels turn as my brain starts to spin. I sit and I jolt and I, the turmoil of the termination in the terminal goes into my brain. I'm going to a faraway land that cannot be travelled by boat. Over the plain is where I shall travel in this plain. Now as I sit here, wondering where I shall be going next, what adventures await me, I think that I'll go and ha into a Hopefully, they won't lag, and my brain starts spinning again as I vomit into my doggy bag. Um, I don't know what that one was, because uh, it's a vomit doggy bag is what you take to a um, what you take to a, what you take away from a restaurant. But that one was more about an airport. I don't know what that one was about. Time, a precious institution, falling for thee is the next revolution. Sixty minutes is not too long, but times by three is very long. To see a caped crusader across the screen, Batman on film, not in 3D. Very long film was worth the wait. Don't know what else to say. What did they give it a rate? Oh, certified fresh, says the man doing the Rotten Tomatoes review. But I don't know what the Riddler was planning to do. Plot holes I see in this Batman flick. But we all know that it was better 
than the one with Jared Leto in it. That's just... I, 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 I had a little thing where I did, um... I did, um... Reviews to movies and sonnets because I thought I was quirky and that it would give me a personality. I was wrong. I was wrong. It was a wrong thing to think. I, I, di- I didn't think that it was a good thing. Discs of the everlasting present going to and from, not knowing where to go, being forced to travel by its owners who will ultimately send it to its demise. For being a circle in 360 degrees, cooked in an oven for 70 degrees. Sliced and diced and not including rice. I am torn, covered in blood of another animal, tomato. Sometimes put on meat, pineapple is a treat for those who have an acquired taste for the greater things in life. I am thrust into an environment that I am not aware of, claustrophobic, trapped inside a cardboard with four walls, not knowing where I'm going. Put into a pimply-faced teen's automobile, jostling and jutting around, pushing to my sides with a tiny little patio table to keep me from going insane. I'm rushed and thrushed into a new era of my existence. For once I was dough, now I am no longer dough. I have raised upon the rest and I am raced across the streets of the suburbs, speed bumps, traffic lights are no problem for this Subaru. 30 minutes or less, they say, and I am free. What does my life cost but nothing to ye? Garlic bread is my only friend, as in this journey that I call my life, that should only be 30 minutes or less. For me, the pizza pie. Now that's a really beautiful one. Um, I was actually inspired when I got a free pizza, even though it looked like the driver had dropped it a few times. And I was like, this is life. This is what's worth living. This is what we need to be talking about. And thus we have the so- the sonnet. And I think it's it's a really beautiful medium that is forgotten in the modern times. Round and round I go, but staying in the same place, for I don't know where is the next opportunity for me to achieve the greatest of heights. Adorning atop a mountain full of snowy treats and snow delights. An adventure for a family awaits, yet I must return to the depths of what lies below. I will then take my journey alone down below. But not to fear, I meet some weary travellers decked out in gear. 
They join me again as I raise to the top, the very top, and I reach it again, and I, I squee in excitement. My, my travellers depart my wild ride, and I am here, I am there, I have reached my journey, my goal, my, my one true purpose. And after that, I shall fall down into the depths below again. Returning to the barren lands that lay there, where the where the, the treetops are, are now growing, flushed with greenery, some may say more beautiful than the rest. But that is not where my journey ends, for it shall begin again. A new set of weary travellers join my, my carousel of madness. They hop on, decked in their gear once again, but they were not the same that we had just seen. These are new travellers, they hop aboard, they join, they laugh, they cry, they join again, and I do this for what seems like it will never end. I am but a ski lift, spinning around and around and around. I have feelings too. That one's just a silly one. <laughs> that one's a silly one. That's not really based on anything. I just wanted to write a silly one. That's my silly pump. That's my silly sonnet. Welcome to Jet's silly sonnets. Um, but yeah, that's that's that one. Um, let's do the next one. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> riding on the backs of the people that make us great are the people that don't know who they are not in a fight with. Unknowingly fighting in a war that they don't even know is happening. Facing against an enemy that they once thought was a friend and currently still do. We are forced to look into the eyes of what seems to be an enemy, but we don't know. We are just trying to appease a crowd. Doing things that we would never have thought we were going to do. For we thought that this thing that we now call our lives was long overdue. When the horn blows, that's our sign to run. Carrying a man who just participated in a fun run. We charge and we run not knowing what our end game is just a straight line passing a friend we reach the middle of the field and then clash crash bang some of the loudest sounds to ever have graced an ear is is ringing upon our brittle ears we no longer carry the riders that we once had they are now on the ground in pain not knowing these men own NFTs. We are the horses in Renaissance Fair, competing in jousting tournaments that we thought would not happen again. We don't know why these people do these things, for we just have animal instincts. We just want the next hay bale. Thank you, that's just my one on Renaissance Fair jousting tournaments. So there's that one there. 
to what does it mean to be a refueling station, a station where one comes to refuel not only the parts that you need to travel on your journey, but also to refuel the body and mind that carries your soul through the journey of life. Putting up your automobile against the clanging machinery that is going to be the future, stuck in the past, using petroleum fuel from ancient animals for a way down, down, down in the ground, propelling us into the future of today, the mechanical nature of the apocalypse will be now. The revolution is happening for some people park their electric automobiles just inches away from these relics of the future. You hop out of your vehicle and enter into the refueling station. Across the aisles and upon aisles you see everything from slushy drinks to blushy Drinks, mystery flavors advertised on the wall, but really it's just a mix of the ones that we could not get rid of before. You pick up a 7-Up from the freezing compartment, and then you make your way to the attendant who is going to take your hard-earned money. You ask him, Pump number 15. What he does next on the machine is not known to us peasants of the generations. Rings up the total. Too much money to be spent on travelling from one destination to the next. Like a teleportation device that takes a lot of time. You need a lot of money to enter into the new era. You hand him the card of credit, you swipe it, you enter the pin, and then the transaction is done. You begin to go to the moving doors, and then you think to yourself, but wait, there's more. A Mars bar sits alone next to the door, and you think, but what else am I here for? Your tummy starts rumbling, acknowledging to yourself that you are quite hungry. You walk into the Mars bar and you say, But you will suffice for my stomach. You will be the great sacrifice into the world that is my tummy. You pick up the Mars bar with your greasy hands you look at it once, you look at it twice, and you go, these will be the greatest plan. You walk back over to the attendant, ushering in the, registra the, the register. You talk to him and you say, oh yeah, no, can I get this as well? The attendant looks at you and scans it with his laser device. The transaction is done yet again. $2.50 for my new friend. Walking back to the car, you eat the turd-shaped object. 
down into your stomach and you are now refueled. That's just one based on a gas station. <laughs> That's just a little little sonnet that I wrote based on... Um, they're really interesting. I don't know why I find petrol stations so fascinating, but I genuinely do. It's just a real, 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 real jet thing. All right. Next sonnet. <laughs> Waking up, don't know what I'm thinking. Entered into the mall and bought a new thingy. It's the newest one, so you must get it. You walk back into your home and you unveil the new product. It's a new technology for you to connect. Apple Computers is now making phones next. You open up the phone, the telecommunication device, touch screen in hand and Compelling your vice to feel something in the world. Endorphins rush as you see the fruit-coloured logo. A bite taken out of it symbolising the soul that you have just lost. You are now connected into the world of the future. And think to yourself. What's stopping me now? Anything is at your fingertips. There is nothing that you can do that won't fix your problem. Boredom is a thing of the past and you shall never feel that feeling again now that you have a device that screams attention at you whenever you need it to. Its only purpose in life is to just shine a bright looking light and and dance for whenever you need the modern jester is no longer a person but it is now a piece of technology that is surgically attached to the hip of its owner you don't know if you're ready for this journey you enter your name birthday and tell uh, and home address Filling out everything that you need to do to now no longer feel this boredom in the pit of loneliness. You... There is nothing to stop you from doing whatever you want. There is only what you need to do is accept the terms and conditions. But you will not read it and Apple will know that you have just signed away whatever you own. You, you, you click the box that says, yes, I've read, knowing that you are lying to yourself and your friends. You get to the next page and you don't think about it again, but you will always know in the pit of your heart that you did not read it to the end. So that one's based on <laughs> signing of terms and conditions. It's kind of a roundabout way of doing that, of saying that. Um, so yeah, that's 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 that one. That's that one. Uh, now on to the the, the next one. 
entering into the pit, not knowing who you will fight next, adorning the walls of faces of people you know, but not in the circle that you attach yourself with. Familiar faces yet are strangers to thee. Celebrities on all different types of magazines. You walk and you see home, but it's not yours. It's a magazine that gives you all the tips and tricks for you to know. How to get rid of grime fast, bam, and the dirt is gone. What secrets do you hold, home magazine? For I will not know, because I don't have eleven fifteen dollars in my pocket. As I keep walking, I see more and more faces, people, cars, K-Zone. And then I reach the countertop for the real reason why I am here today to join thee at the news agency. I tell the man, Please, may I have a ticket to fortune and fame? I am sick of this plain and boring existence that I call my life. I would like a chance to change everything. Please and thank you. The attendant looks at you and nods and hands you a small rectangular piece of card. Successful in your purchase, you walk out to the back and you pull out some currency that is laying dormant in your pocket. You hold the fifty-cent coin that you hold so dearly but are not willing to spend because it's too small of coin to pretend that you'll use it. You scratch and scratch and scratch until nothing is left but a bunch of numbers that will leave you bereft. The numbers looking back at you mean nothing. You follow the guy next to the numbers and they say you have not won this time, but the chance of changing your life was too addicting to not be back again next time. On the morrow you return to do the same thing again and again. Day after day you travel into this news agency to see if this day you'll be lucky. And you'll hope and you'll wonder and you'll make your plans, but you'll never have a chance to win in the Tats Lotto plan. So that one's my little um, sonnet about the Tats Tats Lotto. That's the Tats Lotto. um, That's the Tats Tats Lotto sonnet, basically. Um, So yeah, that's I got. I think I got one more. I think I got one more that I wrote down. So if you guys want to hear it, um, I guess yeah, fuck, keep listening. Okay. Without further ado, here we go. Entering into the halls of the shadows of the past, nothing says to you more than the plaques upon 
the floor. Time and time after, again and again, bones of the past rattle within. You walk the perfectly clean floors, down corridors and seeing more and more, for the attention span of the modern generation is not that long, but not as long as the whale skeleton in the corridor before. Next is a room covered in bugs, giant replica ants, and little replica homes. Seeing what it's like to see a body of a fox decompose next to a wall full of beauty that is now disposed. Butterflies with pins in them cover this next room's walls. What is the purpose but to entertain those who can cover the forty-dollar entry? Next is a room that explores the internal mind and what the brain does when it's idle, idling behind. An exploration into why we think and what we do and who we are and where we are who we come from and what we go, to and from or down below. These are the end these are just some of the things that you'll see at Melbourne Museum. Come on down guys and get kids coming free. We'll sometimes have a James Bond expedition, but that won't be free. See ancient relics of the past, Titanic, Pompeii but not knowing where they came from, if they were come from away. So yeah, that's my little part, that's my sonnet that I actually got paid by Melbourne Museum to do. Um, it's kind of an advertisement for it. Um, but yeah, these are just a small collection of, po of sonnets that I definitely wrote down and were reading, not coming up with on the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> Thank If you're listening this deep into the podcast, genuinely thank you. Uh, I really appreciate it because these are really fun for me to do and I really enjoy making them for you. It gives me a lot of joy. Um, and oh boy, do I like it. And I appreciate every single one of you. This is turning into a sonnet in itself. I've been talking in rhymes for far too long. Don't know if I even belong in calling myself a podcaster. It feels weird because these are just these are just silly. Um, anyway, if you're still listening to this, you're really cool. Uh, send me a message. I wanna I wanna know if you like it. Please, thank you. You guys are cool. The the, the small man people here. You guys are cool. Um, you guys are so cool because. You took a chance. You took a big chance. And, and if you're liking it, fuck yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Uh, this, this has been uh, the, the latest episode of Bonding with Jet Bond. Uh, got a lot of things coming up recently, soon. Uh, keep, keep, an, keep an ear on the ground. Follow me on, on all my social medias. Uh, the Jet Bond on Instagram. Jet Bond on Facebook. Uh, YouTube Jet Bond. TikTok The Jet Bond. Anywhere you do, and and please tell your friends about this podcast. Like like that's like share it. Please, I really want if you really if you enjoyed it, 
please share it. Please tell your friends about it. Um, because I would like to make this my career. Please and thank you. Anyway, my name's been Jet Bond. You've just listened to about 45 minutes of sonnets, so you deserve a pat on the back. Go on, pat your back right now. I don't care if you're in public, pat your back. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, yeah. Jet Bond out, I guess. What are you still doing here? Come on, go, go on, go. Come on, get, get out of here. Get out of here. Come on, get out of here. Come on, you, you're done with listening to the podcast. Come on, come on. I'm, I'm just waiting for the 45 minute mark, to be honest. I don't know why you're still here. Like, you can, you can, you can leave. There's not going to be any secret special event or, like, an Easter egg that I'm going to put at the very end. Like, I'm not going to do that. It's just something I'm not going to do.